Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women, here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola, and the Women Camp Team. Excited to be with you today, and it's been such a wonderful month here on Women Camp, and we've been talking a lot about mothers and moms, and Mama used to say. And today we're going to shift a little bit um, because we have Memorial Day weekend, and we want to do a very special Memorial Day salute to our veterans and our first responders. And you know, we live in a day and age where. Um, there's just a tremendous price. There's always been a tremendous price of freedom, and so today that's that's the theme of our um, of our broadcast today is the price of freedom, and uh, we're using this opportunity to pay a special tribute to um, our veterans and our first re- responders as we are carrying forward into the Memorial Day weekend. So I just uh, want to do a little bit of a recap for uh, the the um, past month we've been talking about, you know, what our moms used to say to us. And last week you heard from Doc and Samantha and Trisha as they were talking about um, different things that their mom used to say and, and recognizing that, you know, there was so there were so many underlining things that we may not have considered that were beneficial to the things that our, our mom said to us as we were growing up and how those things have impacted our lives. So I hope that you all enjoyed the broadcast um, this month as we talked about the things that Mama used to say, and I hope that they brought to your forefront of your mind um, some things that you remembered and how those things have impacted you and how they made your life better. You know, a lot of times, you know, I've heard people say, you know, that we learn from our parents. You know, if we have wonderful, great parents, we learn from them by example. And and even if we, you know, feel that we don't have the best parents in the world, we learn from them also by by what we learn from them what not to do. And so as we continue in our in our lives and in our journey to grow, it's very important that, that we're the ones who set the tone for our children and we're the ones who who are un, um who are unafraid and, and not fearful to to share with them what's right. Um Doc, you know, one of the things that I just felt as I was listening to um, the broadcast that you all had done last week, um, this um, throughout the week, is that, you know, there's just so many things that in our day and age that we've become, that we've kind of shied away from doing that we just need to do more of. Uh, would you agree with that? 
Yes, I certainly do, uh, Prophetess Savola. I definitely agree with that because there are so many things that my mom inspired and instructed, uh, I know me personally in, and uh, actually now I'm adapting to some of those things. I'm really finding myself going back to some of those things at my, you know, uh, age now, and it's, and I and I realize that it's important, you know, sometimes we don't understand the, the strength that uh, words carry, as you were stating earlier. And it's those words that we've heard our mother and our grandmother or our auntie or, or some, you know, uh, form of a mother in our lives that have spoken unto us. And, and those words were powerful words that, you know, radiated through the years, those words, a lot of those words carried us through through the years that, you know, that we've lived. And it's, it's, it's important for us to understand that, you know, even though we, you know, we want change in life and we want something different, it's, it's, it's a lot of those words that actually is what's causing us to be who we are. And those words are driving us. And, and like I said, I've, I've adapted back to a lot of those things, and and I find myself, you know, kind of like sounding like my mom in some ways, and in in a lot, actually in a lot of ways, and and I'm not upset about it. I'm happy about it because I feel like she was one, you know, she's you know, she's the most wonderful mother in the world to me, <laughs> and I'm excited about you know her. She's 80 years old and she's still going, you know, still strong, still powerful. <laughs> You know, and my grandmother the same, you know, 90-something years old and still, you know, strong, powerful, and, and, and moving forward. And I'm just excited in knowing that there's some powerful, strong women that have, you know, impacted my life in some way. You're absolutely right, Doc, and I think that, you know, one of the things that I would just want to continue to encourage um, mothers and women out there, as as we as our, our as our generations change, one of the things that that I I've noticed is that there's this feeling that we don't need um, each other and we don't need um, to have the, the the stranger or the friend of my mom to to share something with me to help me to to be the person where you know and and one of the things that I believe that we just have to do more of is is speaking to other people and encouraging them to set the example and to be the person that that they know that they they're fully capable of being and not not being afraid to to tell them the truth in love and I think that we've gotten um we've gotten away from that in in so many different ways and I'm hoping that you know we can start encouraging you know ourselves as women to to be that, you know, sister girl that can tell, you know, a good friend the truth and not lose a friendship because you share the truth with your friend and to help her to grow and be the person that, you know, God wants her to be. And the same with moms and and dads and and the relationships that we establish, you know. So this weekend um, is Memorial Day weekend, and I'm, I'm really excited to, to join in our discussion today on, on freedom and safety and honor of the veterans and first responders um, because I believe that when we lay down to sleep at night, um, you know, sometimes we don't consider the cost of freedom. I mean, we go through our daily lives and we're enjoying ourselves and, and, and we're just living our lives, but there's somebody out there who's on the front line 
who is laying down their lives on a daily basis to ensure that we enjoy the freedoms that we have. And I I love Memorial Day weekend. I love Veterans Day um, and just the salutes that we send forward to our armed forces and to our sheriff's department, the police department, first responders. And, you know, even more so in the mo- most current years, it's been true for our, for our first responders because of, you know, uh, 9-11 and other various um, terroristic acts that, that have happened that first responders have, have been put on the front line to, um, to care for us and to also provide some form of protection for us. You know, our world is changing. And um, and the battleground is, is no longer always in a distant land. Sometimes it's, it's at your doorstep. And so I'm so grateful for the sacrifices of of those who who do care enough about us to to do those things. And and so today we we want to honor those who who make those sacrifices on a daily basis. Um, this is this is so dear to my heart because you know my father is a is a veteran of the Army United States Army. He served in the Army for over 25 years, and my husband is a veteran of the United States Air Force, and he served in the Air Force for over 25 years. And his father served in the Army for over 20 uh, 25 or 27, I think 28 years. And and our son, um, our middle son, is serving uh, now in the United States Air Force. And so this is definitely near and dear to my heart in that regard and and just honoring them and thanking them for the sacrifices to keep our family safe and to to remain on the front line and do what's right um even when others uh don't agree with you so i'm I'm very uh very excited about um what we have and what we're just continuing to do here on on women camp and honoring our veterans and so doc, I'm gonna let you. Uh, start us off um, in just sharing with us, um, you know, some of the prices for freedom um, as we, you know, go forward into um, our segment today. Uh, Thanks. I definitely want to give a shout-out to all of our veterans and our first responders, especially to those that are near and dear to me, and that's my husband, my son-in-law, and my grandson, and and uh, just all the ones, all the families that I know of, even not just to the the, the men and the women. I, there are so many that I could list off, and it would take me forever, you know, to, to probably take the whole broadcast to even, you know, just list their name or say their name. And there's men and women, you know, that have served and, and some that are still serving, you know, our country for the freedom that we have here. And I just want to, you know, let them know that I I appreciate them. I appreciate their sacrifice. I appreciate, you know, just just the very uh, uh, atmosphere that we have in our country to be able to be, you know, to have the freedom that we have and to be able to go, you know, where where we desire and to do the things that we desire and and just the, the just just the cause, you know, for the liberty that we have is 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 not underappreciated from me and I don't believe that a lot of Americans don't you know underappreciate the sacrifices that have been given and for those that have you know went on and laid their lives down we we give a salute out to them as well as their family members 
and uh, just giving a salute out to even all the family members because I, at me as being a, a, a wife of a, a service member, it was, it, you know, it was, uh, and sometimes there were very extreme times in, in the earlier years of being in the military, you know, with my husband being in the military, and there are times when when duty was their first response. It was their, you know, their call, and, and family came afterwards. And it takes you being very a very strong, you know, spouse to understand that, you know, the duty comes first because that, that duty comes first so that we can have the liberty and that uh, we can have the freedom that we have and honor to be able to, to see my husband off and, and to speak life over him and to, you know, to to send letters to him and, and cards to him and, you know, and send little tokens to him, you know, to let him know when he was out in a way, you know, of how much I loved him and appreciated him for the, for what he was doing for our country. And not just for our country, but I took it personal. I said, you know, I would send him things and say, thank you for being, you know, the man of man that you are for my family, for our family, you know. And it makes a difference, you know, when you, you know, know people that have actually been a part of this. And I, I, you know, I feel so honored at times because my husband, you know, he's retired now. But, you know, he still carries stuff like he's in the military at times. So he walks around with his, you know, Army retired hat on, you know. And and people, when they see him, they, you know, they say, thank you for your service. And it actually just puts a smile on my face and then it, and some people will say, well, are you his wife? And, and if I say, you know, and I'll say yes. And then they'll say, well, thank you for your sacrifice, you know, because he, he, he put forth a service and a sacrifice. And they they thanking me for my sacrifice of being, you know, allowing him to be able to go and serve his country the way he did. And so it's important for us to understand that even now, you know, and, and, and being in the military and, and not just the military, but you're talking about your police officers, you're talking about your local sheriff, you know, uh, officers, you're talking about the state troopers, you're talking about the the, the firemen and the, uh, the, the paramedics. And you have so many different branches of, of service for this country. And if they serve in the capacity or, or, or capacity of the of the uh, of their of their life of dedication to this country, there will be so many areas that we will be lacking in. And that's and, and if I could add this to also profit if I think about the different places because I traveled with my husband. We lived overseas, uh in in uh several different places. We lived in Italy, we lived in Belgium, but we traveled you know, the whole time we were overseas and to see the other countries and the other uh uh, places and the people don't have the freedom that we have. The people don't have the liberty that we have. We've been over in, in, in third world countries and it's I mean, you're talking about, you know, the barrenness, the lack, the the uh overcrowdedness, you know, the unsafe places, you know, that, you know, you have to travel to just to get to to go to school, you know, and 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 and, and in some of those countries, even when the children go off to school, sometimes they, they, you know, they're raped along the way, you know, and it's 
so, you know, so much that they have to deal with. And these are, you know, these are third world countries, and, it, and it's so sad and devastating because you, you, they, they don't have the liberty, they don't have the safety, the, you know, the provision that is placed, you know, things that we take for granted. When we see an officer, we get upset because we feel like they're trying to give us a ticket, you know, a speeding ticket or something of that wise. And those places, they, they can't have polices on every corner. They can't have, you know, people to protect them you know, through the night and, and things like that. And we take things like that for granted. But I've been in places where we've been, you know, where we're in meetings and we're praying over people that have been, the police couldn't get to them because of the uh, uh, of the, 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 the lack of, of, of the service that people could have and the freedom that we have. It's so, it's, it's, it's a powerful freedom that most people don't understand. I'm afraid most people don't understand it. But I'm I'm so happy to, to be one of those ones that understand and grateful for the lives of our servicemen. Wow, you know, Doc, I was thinking of different quotes and and different things that I've heard said over the years, and 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 I'm going to share a couple of them for us to talk about for a little bit. But one of the ones that kind of stuck out to me is um, something that was said by President. Um, Harry S. Truman, and he said, our debt to the heroic men and the valiant women in the service of our country can never be repaid. They have earned our undying gratitude. America would never forget their sacrifices. And I think that there is, I like the way that he started it by saying our debt and recognizing that someone paid a price and there is such an indebtedness to them um, because of the prices that they paid for for our freedoms. And and kind of piggybacking off of what you just said, you know, sometimes when we are so captivated by just living our lives, sometimes we forget that there is, that there is someone who who is paying the price for our freedom. And sometimes that it comes across as there's this unknown price that is being paid for for our freedom because we're not um, clearly aware that there's someone who's out there, there's a man or a woman who's out there serving our country, and we're unaware of the dangers that these people are facing on a regular basis and and the sacrifices that they are making by laying down their lives to make sure that we remain safe. And so I like that he said that it's our debt to them, that we're indebted to them. And and I think that that, that helps us to, to kind of have some understanding of, you know, our indebtedness to our veterans and making sure that we take care of them. You know, um, we have plenty of veterans that are homeless and they're, you know, that need our support, that need our help. And, you know, so I want to encourage some of you who are out there this, this Memorial Day, you know, if you see someone who's, you know, who is a veteran and um and they are in some form of need, you know, just being willing to reach out and, and to do more than what you would normally do to be a support to them, I think is is very will be very, very helpful um for us as we continue to do what God has just called us to do as as women of faith. You know, another thing that stuck out to me excuse me as we talked about it, is, and I want to talk a little bit about heroes. 
Um, Joseph Campbell says that a hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. And we have, uh, I, I think of different songs, um, you know, that I've heard growing up, I'm proud to be an American, or did you ever know that you're my hero? And and I think about how all of those things just kind of stick out to us as we are, as we're pushing forward to to do and be everything we know that we should be and in honoring our veterans even still, they're heroes. They've sacrificed their lives and some of them fa- sacrificed their families um, because of the pressure and the tension and the just the weight of of recognizing that they were called to do something greater than themselves. They were called to, to step out and do something that would just change the lives of of the American people or change the lives of some kid in a foreign country that will, you know, help them to know that America is a great country and, and it's not an evil place. And and so we just, you know, send gratitude and thanks to those who who are those heroes um, that sacrifice themselves and give of their lives. And, and not only that, we send the gratitude and and just, you know, have humble hearts toward their families um, for releasing them to, to do their, their life's call. And, you know, so I want us to, to talk a little bit about, you know, heroes and recognizing the heroes that we have in, in our, you know, in our lives as Americans. I've, I've seen, you know, um, very, very many um, stories of, of people who have, who sacrificed themselves for, for others. And and I think that sometimes we lose track of the sacrifices of others. We lose track of of recognizing the need to go above and beyond um, to to sacrifice. And I think we kind of talked a little bit about those sacrifices this month as we talked about our moms and instilling in us, you know, certain principles and certain things that they just encourage us to do, and how that that led into us being willing to do something above and beyond. And when you think about the call that's, that's that heavy weight and that call that's on a veteran, an uh, armed forces member or a first responder, to get up every single morning and, you know, put their clothes on, their people just like we are, and what if they chose not to do it? You know, what would our world look like if, 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 we, if every armed forces member decided it's not worth it or, or every police officer or every first responder or, you know, um, emergency uh, um, responders, our firemen and our, uh, our EMS, if they just decided, hey, it's not worth it, I don't want to show up today. I don't, I don't think it's, you know, the human life is worth the sacrifice of my life. Wow, how would our world be different if that was the case? And sometimes I think that that's, you know, some people may say, well, you know, Sabrina, you're going to the extreme, you know. But I I think sometimes we need to allow our minds to drift there so that we can have an appreciation for for the sacrifices that are made for us Um, and not just to chalk them up as that's their job, well, that's what they should do, and just realize that it takes a strong person, it takes someone who has a heart that is bigger than just themselves to be willing to lay down their lives for someone else. 
What do you think about that, Doc, that quote that says, a hero is someone that lay down his or her life for some, something bigger than themselves? I think it's powerful and it's so true because we see that, you know, when you think about the 9-11 and you have those responders and that that went into those burning buildings to to help others to make it out, and then some of those that went in, you know, that were already on the outside. These are people that laid down their lives. They they were on the outside in safety, but they chose to go in to help others make it out safely, and they helped others back out safely, and then they went back in to get others. And them, and then at those times, then you know they you know got uh, uh, caught within the uh, the confines of the buildings and couldn't get out themselves. And they so. You think about you know sacrifice. Those are those are those are some 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 strong words and some strong things to think about. How they're willing to just you know lay down their lives for others. You know the Bible says you know talking about a brother laying down his life for a friend. You know, and it's 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 powerful in knowing that you have people that are willing to lay down their lives for someone else. And I'm thinking about you know. Even at some of the schools and and some of the shootings that take place that have taken place, and how it was those responders that went in and uh, you know sacrificed you know their safety to 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 take down those that are causing harm to others, you know, and and, and then you I was just you know just on yesterday, uh, my husband I believe it was my husband was showing me this this uh, video caption. Of a, I think it was a New Jersey officer. You know, he, you know, he, there was a deer in a drainage ditch that had gotten caught in the drainage ditch. And this officer, you know, just sacrificed his life, went down inside the drainage ditch, take, put, took, took the deer out, and brought the deer out back to safety. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, I'm like, you know, that to me, that's going over and beyond. Because you know, you know, he didn't have to do that. You know, it was an animal, but yet it still, it was life. And he chose to go and you know and and, and go down in a dirty ditch, and no telling what else was down there, you know. But he he went down there and he brought the you know he was able to to take the deer out and bring the deer out safely. And it's those type of things that I think you know it's just that willingness, it's that 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 thought of. You know, I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. And it's those, you know, types of sacrifices that really are strong and powerful that really makes a difference. In fact, that's why we're actually here today because of that, you know, men and women that had had a heart to to want to protect and to, you know, to want to serve, you know, in a protective mode country. And I appreciate it so much. You know, Doc, you're absolutely right. I was thinking of when you were talking about 9-11, how there was a, a gentleman named uh, Ray Pfeiffer, and I think um, ABC did a um, a special show on him maybe about a year or so ago, and talking about, you know, he was saying that that um, when, when, they, when 9-11 happened, no one went down to, to try to rescue or to save lives or to... Um, to recover um, those whose lives were lost, 
Um, no one went down into that, that cloud of smoke and that just toxic environment thinking, hey, we're, we're not going to get sick out of this. Or, and none of them went in there thinking about their own lives. They just thought about the people who were just stuck and how these, you know, how our country and how this attack just affected us and how they just wanted to preserve as many lives as they could, save as many people as they could, not even thinking of their own lives, just thinking of others and saying, hey, whatever I need to do, uh, however I need to step up, whatever I need to do to get in there, it's it's just what I got to do. And putting, willing to put their lives on the line and um, in order to preserve the life of someone else. Or, or try to, you know, give some family solace and, and knowing, okay, um, you know, your family member is safe or, unfortunately, you know, we've, we've lost them. Whatever it is, we're being able to remove that question mark and, and then just being able to provide some type of solace and recognizing that. And I think about his sacrifice. You know, that day he went in, you know, with that selfless service, making sure that, he was taking care of his brothers that were there with him um, from the fire department um, going in. But also years later, um, 15 years or so later, or, or not even that long, but within that window, um, he was diagnosed with cancer. And it derived from the toxins and everything that was in the air from that time that they went in to preserve someone's life and, and how he just continued to, you know, how he went in knowing that it was it might kill him, but it was worth it if he could save somebody's life. It was worth it if he could help some family have some form of closure. It was worth it. And I think that for us, even when we think of our armed forces, they go into um, harm's way and recognizing that there there is a possibility that their lives could be taken. There's a possibility that they may not make it out this time. There's a possibility and because of that possibility, they don't look at it and say, well, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to sacrifice my life. They look at it and say, well, it is a possibility, but it's a possibility that if I don't do this, if I'm not willing to lay down my life, if I'm not willing to stand up and for what I know is right, if I'm not willing to protect the freedom of our country, that our country will no longer be free. And I'm so thankful and grateful for for having that attitude and that spirit to stand up for what we understand is right and what we understand is worth fighting for, the freedom that God has given us. And it makes me think of the scripture in John where it says, the greater love has no man than the one who's willing to lay down his life for a friend. And to me, our, our, our veterans and our first responders put their lives on the line on a daily basis and they're showing it. That's an act of love toward us. And and my husband and I, we've talked about this before. On several different occasions, we've talked about, you know, um, we would see something on the news and um, where, you know, uh, an American has, has done something that, you know, um, uh, whether it was burning a flag or, or rioting or doing something and, you know, and, and he would say, you know, we, we pay the price for that. You know, and it's surreal to me. It's it's like, wow, you know, you guys sacrifice your life. Our son is, you know, sacrificing his life. You know, our our friends are sacrificing their lives. 
you know, for us to be able to have the freedom of our speech, for us to be able to have the freedom to 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 be able to share and say and and live this life with the full liberty that we have. And I and you know, I, I'm so humbled at that, you know, just knowing and understanding that. And and I'm so grateful that they don't step aside, um, you know, from doing that. And I think I think of a quote that uh General Patton said and he said, you know, in recognizing that we're here, he said, It's foolish and wrong to mourn the men and women who've died. Rather we should thank God that such men and women have lived. And and I think that that's the key thing is to be thankful that people have that kind of heart and have that kind of spirit. And, you know, and for me, I, I, I'm one of those people that say, okay, Lord, if I ever have that form of a challenge, I just pray that I'm able to meet the challenge. I just pray that I'm able to, to have the personal courage to step up and if it's necessary to, to defend the freedom of my country. And and I'd like to put that out there to us, you know, what can we do as people to to honor the price of freedom and to be willing to have that personal character, that personal courage to say that we'll step up and we'll respect those who have sacrificed for us and we'll show that love, you know, that great love that that Christ talked about, that greater love is, has you know, I've known him, the one that he lays down his life for a friend. And, and there's such a bond that's built on a battlefield. There's such a bond that's built in a chaotic situation where first responders, are their lives are on the line. With those people who are locked in with you, you know, we call them their battle buddies. You know, they are locked in with you in the battle. And they're standing with you as you're walking through this challenge in your life. You know, Doc, I think about that on a regular basis, you know, with, with um, you know, our children being in the um, in the military and, and knowing young people who are going into the military. My husband is a um, JROTC instructor, and you get the opportunity to meet some young folks who decide that they're going to go serve their military. And as they're serving um, and making those sacrifices for our country, of course, you know, we're concerned about them when we know that they're going off um, to the front line, that they're going to be in in some very um, some very hard and tough places, and and we you know and constantly praying for them, praying for their protection, praying that they make it through, and and just you know praying and sending encouraging words to them. And and I remember a friend of of mine years ago um, who had got sent um, in the uh, during the Iraq War and had got sent over, and um, you know and I just. Uh, we were all sending him different emails, just encouraging him while he was there. And I remember him, you know, emailing back and just saying thank you so much, um, you know, because his eyes are open to so much more in life um, after this experience. And and he just knows that his life will never be the same. And it was part of that that was just a catalyst for him, just completely turning his life over to the Lord and just because he saw God in a different way. And, you know, and just begin to be so thankful and grateful for the freedoms that we have as American people and realizing, as you were saying earlier, Doc, that we, we, when we grow up in a land that's free, it's very difficult to understand that every other country that you may go to, that they don't have the same liberties and freedom that you have. And I think that for us as Americans, 
that's important for us to understand is that we have a freedom. But when you go to different places, there are still people who are enslaved today. There's still we have the we have minimal wage and we have child labor laws, but there's still countries that don't have child labor laws and don't have a minimal wage that a person can be paid. Uh, you know, that's because of our freedoms. You know, there are still countries that that you know have children soldiers that abduct kids from their families and and mm-hmm. take them and make them into um, fighting machines. And we have the freedom to, you know, for our kids to choose at a certain age of maturity to do that, to serve their life or their country, but they do it voluntarily. They do it by choice. And in other countries, it's not by choice. It's forced. And so, you know, just recognizing how blessed we are, how how much of a blessing it is to live in a country where you can speak your mind and, you know, you're not going to be slaves for it. Uh, you can walk down the street as a woman and, you know, let your hair be down and, and you don't have to worry about it. You can, you know, you can go to uh, a beach and enjoy yourselves as as uh, you're not judged because you have a different form of faith. Um, you, you know, you have these liberties that have been afforded to you as an American citizen that in other countries, they don't always get those. They don't always you know, have an understanding of those freedoms because they're not afforded to them. And so we have such a blessing um, for this freedom that we have and this liberty that we have in our country, and we should always be aware of that and recognizing that there is someone else who truly does not have what I have, uh, even in the very the very act of freedom to wake up every morning and to, to experience the blessings that we experience and being able to get in our car and go where we want to go, how we want to do it. There's no one saying you can't go in this zone. There's no one controlling it. You know, we see these different movies and different things, and they kind of give us a glimpse of how it could be in someone else's country, but we don't fully understand it because we've received this this blessing of freedom and we were born with it. Um, A lot of us were born with it, and because we were born with it, you know, it's very, sometimes it can be very difficult to understand what others may be experiencing. And so there is a deep price for freedom, and the price for freedom has been bore on the backs of a lot of American citizens and a, a lot of American immigrants, and, and we should never forget. It's not just a, um, that it's to one race. That's one of the great things about being in America is that it's not just on the backs of African Americans or Caucasians or Asians or Hispanics or Indians. It's been more on the back of every single one of us. Every single nationality, ethnic group have have had people that have contributed to our price of freedom. And I'm so thankful and grateful that we have this opportunity to share and the experience in saluting our veterans and first responders in this Memorial Day weekend to honor them for that price. You know, Trish, I think about how we're just so blessed and fortunate as as Americans, and, and sometimes I get concerned about our young people and their understanding of, of the price of freedom, and, you know, and so that's, that's I think, it plays into sometimes why, you know, I kind of want some of them to go and serve because I want them to have an understanding that somebody is paying the price for you to be free, you know, and, and working in an environment where where people can sometimes acknowledge and recognize the freedom 
um, that have been sacrificed for us and then going to another environment where it may not be um, where it may not be recognized you know and sometimes it, it can be you know uh, a humbling experience to recognize that people don't recognize that there was a price that was paid for them to be able to do what they just did, whether it was good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter, that someone did pay a price for that to happen. And, you know, in honoring our, our veterans and our first responders, and we were thinking of different experiences and different quotes that kind of stuck out to us. What's something that sticks out to you this Memorial Day weekend, Trish? Um, good morning. Uh, something that truly sticks out to me is, um, you know, a lot of what you were saying, just the of uh, what we call the secondhand blessings, that they don't mean as much to us because of the lack of sacrifice we had to give because of it. Um, I think about when my husband got deployed, um, and then for his it was a voluntary uh, deployment, and so he was gone six months. And, man, it just really made me think about the uh, spouses of the military, spouses of the first responders of, um, you know, thankfully my husband wasn't deployed in what was considered to be a danger zone. However, uh, while he was over there, um, they were locked down on base because the country that he was in, uh, they were having political issues, and so they wouldn't let them off base uh, because they were endangered. Uh, they thought their safety was at risk. And while I was a single parent for six months, I'm like, oh, my goodness, the families the sacrifices that the families make, the lack of communication you sometimes get. And thankfully now technology is great to where we're able to, you know, Skype and they have calling cards and all of these things. But, you know, several years ago technology wasn't as um, um, effective as it is today. And so you had people going six months a year without really talking to their family just based off of um, a letter. And so I – constantly and reminded and thankful of what the men and the women do every day for us to have the freedom to see my husband, the, the sacrifices that they give up, you know, to for us to have these freedoms over here. I remember when my first husband first got back from his deployment, and he was just like, you know, we take so much stuff for granted. We have no idea the blessing we have for living in America, how we complain about, you know, we don't make enough money and we don't you know, do this, and he said, you know, we complain about minimum wage, and he's like, and over in these third world countries, there's no such thing. Like, they are breaking their backs, and they are grateful for the bare minimum, and yet God has blessed us with so much, and yet we find ourselves constantly complaining. And so it always makes me reevaluate when I am getting ready to complain about not having enough money or complain about how expensive something is, and how I don't want to pay for it, but God has blessed that I have the funds to pay for it. Because, you know, sometimes you just, like, this recently, um, I took my car to the shop because my chick engine light came on, and I'm like, oh, crap, like, Lord, please don't let my engine be out. So it was an engine sensor. Then on top of that, I had to get new tires. And I'm like, here we go, yet another thing. And I was getting ready to complain about having to pay all of this money. Uh, and if anybody knows me, I'm really cheap, so... Uh, anything over $100 I got a problem with. So, and now I'm about to pay hundreds of dollars for my car, and I was getting ready to have an issue about having to pay it, and the Lord reminded me, and yet there are people who are in the same situation that they don't even have it. So the car is still an issue, and yet they don't have the funds to pay it. 
And so how dare you complain because it's tapping into your savings account and yet you have the ability to save it so that for these particular instances. And so I, I'm constantly reminded of, you know, like you said, Simone, a lot of times we take for granted the opportunities that we have because it's just, you know, it's a secondhand blessing. We didn't have to break our back. We didn't have to work countless hours out in the field or countless hours in sweatshops or countless hours um, in the middle of the night building our businesses because somebody else did it for us. And so now we get to reap the benefits from it. And so uh, on Memorial Day, Labor Day, any day, uh, because we, I work with the military on a day-to-day basis, I'm constantly reminded of the sacrifices their families make for us, and I'm forever grateful, forever appreciative, and forever thankful to being in the land that uh, we live in. Yeah. Wow, I, I love the example that you use in helping us to, to bring it home. You know, um, sometimes we we get caught up in our daily living and not even willing to acknowledge the blessings that we have in being able to do what we do. And and recognizing, you know, even the, you know, the realization that came even with your husband when you were saying how, you know, there was just his eyes were just open to something even more. And there there's so many sacrifices that people make for us on a regular basis. You know, if we can just continue to extend that that act of kindness, that random act of kindness to, to the perfect stranger, you you know, I'm a humble when when I'm in different places and I see, you know, a couple of days ago I was at an event and there were some veterans there, some Buffalo soldiers that were there and some some other folks that were there just, you know, sharing about different um, nonprofit organizations that have been placed together to honor our veterans and to, to honor the sacrifices that people don't even know about, to help people to be aware of, of the things that are being done for them that, they're just completely unaware of, and I thank God that that there that that there are people out there who are who are taking note of what's happening and who are willing to share it. You know, um, that was one of the things. Even my husband and I we were talking earlier about even the news media and different things like that. And you know, I have my questions about some shows that are or some titles of different things that get pushed across the news, but. One of the things I can say is that that we're grateful for is that they they always extend the the information that shares with us what's happening with our armed forces, what's happening with different areas where people are putting their lives on the line, and you know, once once to one extent we can say, wow, that's just only exposing to us the dangers that are out there in the world. But on the other extent, you see that that good versus evil. You see, you you know, you hear about the police officer that put his life on the line to make sure that this family was safe. You hear about, you know, um, SWAT teams and and sheriffs responding to active shooters in order to to keep, you know, normal, everyday people safe who never even thought that they would experience that. And we hear about the situation with 9-11, and we hear about other situations on other military bases where where people just, just haul off and just do terroristic acts. And, you know, and how people are responding in those situations, and and their lives are put on the line. For, for the right to protect someone else's life, to enjoy that freedom. So the next time you see someone, you know, get pulled over by a police officer and, 
you know, they're about to write you a ticket, you know, you know, smile at them and thank them for for what they do for us and trying to keep us safe. And, and I know that not, not every um, situation is going to be the best situation that we find ourselves in, but I think that if we can show an appreciation for for those who are laying down their lives for us, you see a fireman and you recognize that they're they're part of that first response team that that are putting their lives on the line to save another. You know, thank them for for their service and their sacrifices, and and thank their families for for their service and their sacrifices as well. And and when you see that that veteran or or you see that family member who's lost a loved one. Um, that laid their lives down in a wartime situation or maybe not um, for the sacrifice of our country because that's that's what they signed up to do uh, in joining our armed forces. Tell them thank you and tell them how grateful you are um, and that you recognize that their sacrifice, the price of their sacrifice uh, was our freedom and um, and recognizing that, that, that life um not waste it because you remember them and you honor them and that you you're showing the love that that you know you're paying it forward and I think that if we do a lot more of that that we will continue to to honor those who sacrificed their lives for us and remember the way that they lived they had a big heart that were willing to lay down their lives for us so if we are willing to do that for others how much more great will our world be well, today on Women Camp, we've taken the opportunity to, to honor the price of freedom and to do a special salute to our our veterans and our first responders for this Memorial Day weekend. And, and I don't know about you ladies, I kind of have to keep myself um, tapered back because it just brings tears to my eyes thinking of the sacrifices that, that I know that others have made in, in being a, a, a what we would call a military brat and recognizing that even some of my friends have have decided that they were going to go into the military, and, and some of them lost their lives. Um, so a lot of these conversations hit home. And even as an average American citizen, when you recognize that when something comes on our home front and you see police officers and first responders, you know, being rapid to respond and ready to take on any action that's necessary to protect the lives of the average American, that's something to be grateful for, and that's, that's a price for our freedom. And so I just want to encourage everyone to continue to, to saying thank you and continuing to honoring those who put their lives on the line on a regular basis to protect your and my freedom. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us today on Women Camp. We hope that you enjoy the Memorial Day weekend, but, you know, not just in the festivities. Take some time to remember those who are sacrificing their lives even today for you and I. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you, so go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.